G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Around this time of year, readers of great Christian books begin to grow in some level of excitement and anticipation around the forthcoming announcement of the Australian Christian Book of the Year. The date for the ceremony is set and there is a shortlist that's out. The winner of the Australian Christian Book of the Year, along with the young Christian writer, the Young Australian Christian Writer and the Teen Writer Awards, will be announced in Melbourne on the 15th of August. Michael Colley is the National Director of Sparklit, the coordinator of the awards, and Michael's joining us. Hello, Michael. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you for having me. Michael, another year rolls around, another crop of great authors and great books. I wonder whether we might start with something of a list of the shortlisted titles for this year's award. Uh, Give us a a quick rundown. Yeah, we have uh, 10 books that have been shortlisted for this year's Australian Christian Book of the Year Award. Um, In no particular order, there's Tea and Spread, Portraits of Middle Eastern Women uh, Far From Home. Um, That's been edited by Sally Bathgate and uh, Katrina Flett Goldbrunson. Then there's Unexpected by Christine Kane. Uh, Coming Home, Discipleship Ecology and Everyday Economics by Jonathan Cornfield. Uh, The Apostles' Creed, uh, a guide to the the ancient catechism by Ben Myers. Uh, Workship, How to Flourish at Work by Cara Martin. God is Good for You by Greg Sheridan. Heaven All Around Us by Simon Carey Holt. This One Life, Conversations on the Journey of Life by Sharon Witt. The Fountain of Public Prosperity by Stuart Piggin and Robert Linder. And the tenth shortlisted book is For the Joy, which is uh, 21 uh, stories from uh, Australian missionary mothers, edited by Miriam Chan and Sophia Russell. Well, there's a list of 10 shortlisted books for the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Let's talk about a few of those, Michael, because some of those will be familiar with some of our listeners. I've spoken to some of those authors, but uh, certainly The Fount of Public Prosperity, Evangelical Christians in Australian History, 1740 to 1914, Stuart Piggin and Robert Linder. Now, that's a little bit more on the academic side, Uh, not so much a light read, but it is a fabulous book just the same. Yes, it's it's another great piece of history. Uh, Last year's winner uh, by Meredith Lake was The Bible in Australia, and this book's... um, uh, Research and writing in a similar vein, uh, exploring the influence of Christians in uh, our history. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a thorough book. It's not hard to read, but it's uh, certainly rigorous and thorough. Another one of those on the short list, God is Good for You, a defensive Christianity in troubled times. And one of Australia's best known journalists, Greg Sheridan, wrote that one. What do you know about it? Yes, yeah, so he's a foreign editor at uh, the Australian newspaper. Um, yeah, this book's... Uh, I, I love this book. This is a book that's um, 
uh, it helps Christians come to terms with the fact that uh, we are no longer um, a majority in our culture. We don't no longer represent a majority opinion in our culture. And uh, he describes the benefits of uh, advocating for our faith from a, a position as a minority. Um, so he warns us that we need to get used to that idea, but he also describes the benefits of boldly proclaiming our, um, our faith in Jesus as a minority. Uh, so, yeah, it's a very um, timely and uh, helpful book. Good to pick up on a number of these titles. I do note that in the shortlist, Michael, uh, Workship 2, How to Flourish at Work, and Cara Martin, she was nominated in the same shortlist uh, for an earlier Australian yes, Christian Book of the Year. So this yes. is... The first volume, uh, Workship 1, was uh, shortlisted in 2017. Um, this is uh, completely new work um, and talks about how to flourish at work. It's a really practical book. For instance, it uh, discusses um, if you find yourself in a unpleasant or toxic uh, uh, work uh, place at work, it, uh, dis- it discusses, you know... How, under what circumstances you should put up with that and uh, you know, when you should leave. So it's a, it's a really practical book. Uh, there's one there from a well-known speaker in Australia, Christine Kane, and uh, she's part of the Hillsong Chorale of uh, Fabulous People. Her book is called Unexpected, Leave Fear Behind, Move Forward in Faith, Embrace the Adventure. Uh, what do you know about Christine's book? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lovely book. It's really a book... Um, that uh, urges us to trust in Jesus regardless of what happens, and it's it's a very very it combines empathy with um, very simple and uh, profound theology. So uh, it's it really is um, sensitive to pain. It talks about uh, you know how we respond to pain in life, and uh, uh, despite what happens, uh, there are reasons why we should trust in Jesus. So it's a yeah, it's a pretty uh, again a timely. Um, when, when many people are suffering from anxiety and uh, uh, the pain of living, it's uh, again, it's, uh, it's an inspiring and encouraging book. A real ministry focus in that one. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Witt, uh, This One Life, Conversations on the Journey of Life. How does that one look? Yeah, this is uh, another honest uh, reflections about um, how to live faithfully. And uh, I especially like uh, this part of the book where... Um, she talks about our attitudes uh, to, uh, I guess, times, you know, stopping at the stoplight and resenting the stoplight uh, when we really should be welcoming the opportunity to pause and uh, in our busy lives. And uh, uh, talks about how our attitudes um, affect the way we uh, perceive people, life. Uh, yeah, another, it's a, another helpful book. And interesting, isn't it, that Australian authors aren't just writing about Australian topics because you've got a book there on the shortlist called Tea and Thread, Portraits of Middle Eastern Women Far From Home. Uh, What do you know about this one? Yeah, this is really a celebration of uh, hospitality and the art of listening. So it's a story of um, uh, by some Christian women who have uh, got to know uh, middle, uh, women who have been refugees, who have lost everything and uh, have migrated uh, to Australia. So it's 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 giving these women an opportunity to tell their stories. So again, it's a it's a it's a book a celebration of empathy, listening, and uh, the power of uh, hospitality shared, uh, which is referred to in the title. Um, 
uh, Conversation Over Tea. Um, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful book. It's a book uh, about food and uh, uh, textiles. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a magnificent book. Interestingly, there are a number of authors in the shortlist. They're not first-time authors. Uh, you've got the likes of Simon Carey Holtz, uh, whose book is called Heaven All Around Us, Discovering God in Everyday Life. Uh, what do you know about Simon Carey Holtz? And uh, this is not his first one, is it? No, it's not. He's uh, been shortlisted before. and In fact, he won the Australian Christian Book of the Year Award, I think, in 2008 or 2009 um, with um, God Next Door. Um, so he's following a, a familiar thread of celebrating uh, well, how to be faithful in, in every area of life uh, and in the ordinariness of life. So he takes, um, he takes the lead theologically from the idea of uh, Jesus becoming uh, human and sharing every aspect of our lives. And uh, he, 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 in this book, outlines how we need to do that uh, ourselves, uh, how we need to find ways of being faithful in, um, in every area of life, including shopping, um, everything. It's, uh, again, a practical um, and yeah, profound book. I note that one of the books on the shortlist is quite a theological book insofar as it's called The Apostles' Creed, A Guide to the Ancient Catechism, and uh, the author there, uh, Benjamin Myers. Yeah, Ben's a... Um, a young theologian from Queensland. Um, I love this book. It's a gem. It's a very, it's a short, brief uh, exposition of uh, the Apostles' Creed. I learned a lot reading this book. So the Nicene Creed is uh, the result of, um, uh, it was written by a committee responding to polemics and uh, theological arguments, whereas uh, the Apostles' Creed is an ancient baptismal liturgy. liturgy and uh, it's uh, it goes through each uh, line of the uh, of the Apostles' Creed um, and explains how when we when we recite this creed we we become part of um, a communion of saints people who have we join people who have recited this creed uh, right back for you know well over a thousand years so it's actually a very um, ancient uh, creed and uh, it's it's yeah, it's a beautiful book it's it it draws. Uh, it explains, using its sites uh, and quotes, uh, some of the early church leaders, and it uses their, the way they um, explain the Apostles' Creed, what it means and what it doesn't mean, uh, and then applies it uh, to our contemporary sensitivity. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, another wonderful book. So the variety of topics is quite significant. You've got Jonathan Cornford, who's written Coming Home, Discipleship, Ecology and Everyday Economics. Uh, that's an interesting title. It covers a lot of ground, no doubt. Yeah, it's a dangerous book, this one, because uh, if you uh, claim to be a Christian, then you really need to be living Christianly in, uh, in every aspect of our life. And uh, this, again, is a examines every uh, area of stewardship in our lives and how we might be uh, living more responsibly. So it's not just, it's, it looks at our um, domestic economics, uh, the environment. Um, again, if, uh, it's open, open this book at your, at your own risk uh, because there's, uh, it draws our attention to um, consequences and implications of the way we live, uh, which sometimes we um, 
prefer to ignore. And I think the one we haven't mentioned yet is For the Joy, 21 Australian Missionary Mother Stories on Cross-Cultural Parenting and Life, obviously taking us into some new depth beyond our Australian cultural way of being a parent, being a mother. Yeah, yeah so there's stories from uh, a number of uh, 21 uh, women who have been uh, missionaries and mothers uh, that is, is serving cross-culturally, uh, often in difficult locations. Uh, it includes uh, the testimony of uh, Gladys Staines. Um, it's pretty... Uh, it's been beautifully written and really well edited. Uh, so it's pretty powerful, pretty powerful testimonies. And we're drawing close to the actual awards ceremony. Michael, 15th of August in Melbourne... And uh, give us a little insight in here. Can you still get a ticket to be a part of that award ceremony? Yes, you can. If you go to our website, sparklit.org, and go to the Australian Christian Book of the Year Award uh, page, uh, you can buy tickets there. Uh, And we look forward to anyone who's interested uh, in Australian Christian writing and would like to celebrate the courage and endeavour of our Christian writers and publishers will be really welcome. Uh, it's a great night out. And uh, certainly worthy of a mention to the Young Australian Christian Writer and the Teen Writer Awards. Uh, they're also being presented on the night. That's right. We have awards for unpublished manuscripts by young writers under 18 and under 30. Uh, Michael, I ask you this every year when we talk about the Australian Christian Book of the Year. How is the standard of writing going in Australia? As you uh, have this short list altogether and as you're looking at, reviewing and uh, checking on manuscripts that people are submitting, uh, how are things looking for the standard of our Christian writing in Australia? Well, I think uh, I'm enormously impressed and grateful uh, for, for these books. And if you remove these books, there's another shortlist in the books that have been submitted. It's a really strong year again. Uh, and uh, these books, I guess, if you go to a Christian bookshop, uh, the books we've been referring to are sort of lost in a sea of imported books. But when you see them all together on this shortlist, you realise how much we um, uh, have to be thankful for. And uh, given our population, um, Australian Christian writers are punching above their weight. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really encouraging um, I think seeing books together like this is, I find it encouraging. Well, we'll be looking forward to the announcement of winners. So the 15th of August, there'll be a ceremony in Melbourne. Michael Colley is the National Director of Sparklit. He's the coordinator of the awards for the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Uh, let me give that website for those who might be around Melbourne or wanting to attend those awards. And there are still some tickets available, sparklit.org. And Michael, thanks for the update today on 2020. No, thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.